So we want you to be thinking about how you're going to be intentionally filling your bucket on a daily basis. Learning to notice what you're doing and how it registers with you. Registers the positive impact with a filler, but also registers the negative impact of a drink. And filling your own bucket, because we know there's other buckets around, but filling your own bucket is not selfish, it's self-care. It's so that you have the energy and resources to do what you need to do, even in those times of unexpected, especially in the times of transition. Um, with your well-being bucket full, you'll have plenty of capacity to care for yourself and other people. Hello, and a really warm welcome to Successful Student Transitions. So perhaps you're facing a big life change. You're moving to university, a year abroad, a work placement, or out into the world of work. Now, times of change like these can be both exciting and challenging. Our aim is to support you as you step out and find your new gear. We'll show you what it takes to thrive in times of change and transition. Using the latest from research in this field, we'll be suggesting ideas from evidence-based practice to help you enhance your well-being. Our mission, to help you settle well and thrive in this next stage of your life. Now, if you'd like to access the full transcript and show notes that accompany episodes of this podcast, then click on the link on the product description given on your podcast app. That will take you to the website where you can download our materials. And also while you're there, why not register for our newsletter so that we can keep in touch and send you other goodies as well. So let's get started with this episode where Elizabeth is going to share with you a concept that we've called the Wellbeing Bucket. Welcome to another episode of Successful Student Transitions, A Time to Thrive. And it's Elizabeth Gillis and Louise Wiles. And we're continuing on talking about well-being, um, following the information that Louise was sharing about PERMA. Um, and today we're going to think about how you're using and maybe even assessing your own well-being in a daily way, and especially important during a transition um, when you might be focused on the things that aren't going so well and stuff like that. And there will be things like that, but also there'll be the flip side of it as well. So last time we talked about Russ Harris's double-sided coin, there is the good stuff and the challenging stuff, and that's what well-being is about and how you manage it. So well-being is changeable. You can add to it. Some things will t- take, take it away. And you might have read something a bit similar to... Um, a kind of uh, strategy or a tool called the stress bucket, which was introduced first by Brabham and Turkington. And we kind of, with other people, have taken that idea and turned it into a well-being bucket. But we've also added some other kind of dynamic elements into it and situating it in an environment. So we want you to imagine that you hold your well-being in a pail, in a bucket, right? Everybody's got a bucket of well-being. Sometimes your bucket will be full. Sometimes it'll be a bit empty. Um, the things that will be in our bucket will be unique to us. Uh, they'll be unique to our be- well-being. Um, 
maybe maybe you draw from things that we talked last time about perma. You might be thinking about, yeah, for my well-being, my in my bucket, you know, I need a lot of positive emotions or I need connection with other people or, you know, I need to um, have real meaning in what I'm doing. So there are things that are will be in our in our this well-being bucket that adds and we can fill up our bucket in that way. Louise, do you know what fills your bucket? <laughs> um, sleep, <laughs> which sleep, I mentioned in the said, last yeah. episode. Um, yeah. yeah, so sleep, uh, healthy nutrition, thinking about you know, food, um, eating a healthy, balanced diet, definitely getting out into nature, walking. I have a dog, so going out with my dog, Teddy. Um, that's a daily, yeah, I really feel it when I don't do that, actually. And taking some form of exercise, like tennis, go to the gym. Not all the time, not every day, obviously, but, you know, I snap through the week. I think also my work as well. You know, I find it very interesting. Um, and so for me, yeah, I get very engaged if I'm thinking about the PERMA, the PERMA frame, which we described in the previous episode, engagement being second of the pillars, uh, definitely getting engaged in work and feeling that sense of accomplishment is is really important for me and family connection friendships yes all of that actually a lot of the perma is it isn't it yes 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 yes, yes. and, and that's what we're saying this is from research but it actually comes out in our everyday lives as well and just knowing how you can fill your bucket and Maybe those some days that you can't fill it so much, that's what will happen in your life. So knowing the stuff that fills your bucket is really important. And also knowing this bucket, as well as having a tap or taps that can fill the bucket, there's going to be holes or drains in the bucket. So there's going to be some leakage. And again, those things will likely be unique to us. It might be the other side of that coin that we talked about. Um, But these drains and leaks are inevitable and they're often more apparent in stressful times and times of change. Um, We can maybe, as I said, focus a lot more on what's going wrong rather than trying to fill up our bucket. So maybe as well, just take a moment to think about what are the drains for you? Are they opposite of your fillers? <laughs> uh, are they something completely different? Are they anything related to the things we talked about in Param up when those things aren't there for you? So we want you to ha- be, be kind of developing a sense of what your own fillers and drains are. So this bucket that's there with its tap that you can fill and the holes that are the leaking, it's situated in an environment And that environment is really important for your well-being bucket. And some environments will enable you to put lots of fillers in your bucket. Like, you know, as Louise was saying, you know, playing tennis. So going to a tennis club and playing well, having a sense of achievement there or something, that's going to be a time that maybe is going to be easy to fill your bucket. But some environments might be more of a drain on your bucket. Um, So... We've, we've maybe even now another kind of thing to bring into the equation is you've got your fillers and drains, but also about what environments are easier for you to fill your bucket? What environments are going to be more challenging? Um, and it's it's worth thinking about, um, you know, uh, 
we have a handle on this bucket. So we can take this bucket into different environments um, and it might, our well-being bucket might change depending on the environment we're in. Um, it's also worth thinking about in this environment that there'll be other buckets. It's not just your bucket that's there. Um, there's other buckets that will be wanting to be filled and other buckets that you will see have large leaks. And whatever is going on for these other buckets will likely have an impact on your bucket because we are social beings and we'll naturally want to fill other people's buckets and help others when we see their buckets are emptying. Um, so be aware of the leaks and holes for yourself, the leaks and fillers for you. Be aware of environments. Be aware that your bucket's portable. Be aware that um, other people's buckets may well have a demand or impact on you, and you may well have a, an impact on theirs as well. So there's your bucket, maybe central on the page. You've got your taps. You've got your leaks. You've got some kind of environment where you are, be it work or university or home or somewhere. And then there's other maybe prominent buckets in your life, the people that have their own buckets. Um, and if we want to dig a little bit deeper, if we want to kind of think a little bit about um, not all your fillers will be the same on the same day at the same time. Not all your leaks will be the same. So this is kind of changeable. Um, so they might change for you at different times. And when we think about PERMA and we think about these other things we're going to be in introducing and talking about in the weeks to come, like sleep and nutrition and movement and relationships, we want you to give you a kind of wide view of what are your potential fillers. Um, but we also want you to think about um, how they, and I'm going to use this specific word, and it comes from Barbara Fredrickson, but how they register with you. What impact are they making on you? And it's and it's quite kind of it's quite kind of straightforward to scale it in some way. So if we had an example and we imagine the register of a low impact being one and a high impact being 10. Suppose, and we're going to go back to these kind of things, talking about the things that we came up from Perman, we've talked about here. So if you've got a good night's sleep and you think, well, that's really important for me, that's a really important filler, so I'm going to give that eight out of 10. Um, keeping on top of my work or writing my essays, I'm going to give that, that's another eight for me, that's really important. Um, keeping regular contact type with friends, especially meeting in person. I'm going to say that's seven. Getting some daily exercise is a, is a filler for me. I have to do it every day. That's a six. And I know for me, having a, my breakfast in the morning, having some protein, being hydrated is really important. I'm going to give myself a five. So we have a filler sum of eight, eight, seven, six, five, thirty-four. But of course, as well as the fillers, there's going to be drains. There's always going to be drains in our, in our bucket. And they might be the opposite of the fillers. But supposing our, our drains this day are the bus was late, so you miss most of your morning tutorial or your morning meeting. 
not good thing. I really like to be on time. 10 out of 10 for me. That's a big dream for me. A really good friend has to take time out of university or work. So you're really going to miss them. That's another 10 for me. Um, I've been given at the last minute some work that I've got to fit into everything else, into my current workload. And that's going to be really tricky for me to do, given everything else that's going on. That's going to be a seven. And then, you know, I spent too much time on my social media. I really went down this rabbit hole. There's another seven. So my sum, 10, 10, 7, 7, 34. So my fillers for this session or this time that I'm doing my bucket, my fillers are 34 and my drains are 34. Well, what does that mean? It means my bucket's empty. So I don't know what it'd be like for you having an empty bucket, but you really could be quite drained of your well-being. There's no reserves there's no capacity to take on any other challenges. There might not even be capacity to meet the current challenges that you've got. You might get in distress. So it's really important to think about how you keep these fillers in that's going to have capacity in your bucket. So you've got the, the um, ability to do the things that come to you that you might know, but also things that you don't know are coming your way so that you've got them managed, you've got the well-being to deal with them. So ideally, you know, we're wanting, you know, if our drains are 34, you know, we don't want our fillers to be 35 or 36. We've got to want them to be a lot more than that. So we want you to be thinking about how you're going to be intentionally filling your bucket on a daily basis. Learning to notice what you're doing and how it registers with you. Registers the positive impact with a filler, but also registers the negative impact of a drain. And filling your own bucket, because we know there's other buckets around, but filling your own bucket is not selfish. It's self-care. It's so that you have the energy and resources to do what you need to do even in those times of unexpected, and especially in the times of transition. Um, with your well-being bucket full, you'll have plenty of capacity to care for yourself and other people. Any, any further comments, Louise, about, about a well-being bucket and noticing your fillers and drains and how you keep your capacity? Yeah, I think actually just as I sat and listened to it, I was asking myself, is this something I do? No, <laughs> it's not, <laughs> but it's a, it's a really useful way of thinking about well-being overall. And probably we don't think about our well-being overall. We focus on elements of it. What do I focus on? Well, I know I want to go for a walk, so that would be an input. You know, um, fitness, yes, input. Does that happen every day? No, out, you know, so then it has a negative drain sometimes when I don't do it. So... I think that's the power of this. It gets you to think about it from a holistic view. And hopefully as we could progress through the weeks and we're adding different elements to the tap, you know, what we can pour in and, and you decide personally what resonates most for you because we're absolutely not telling you you have to do stuff. Um, we're going to be telling you what is works for some people and might work for you but then you make the choices and so it can be an experiment as well so I think that's going to be a useful way of using the bucket you know 
taking time to reflect you know, every few days on, okay, what was draining me yesterday and why? And um, what can I put in today that will prevent that leakage perhaps from happening again or in the same way? Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, I can see that it encourages us to really think about well-being as a sort of holistic um, thing and um, to then be a bit more analytical for ourselves personally about what works. I love the idea of buckets, <laughs> a collection of buckets yes. um, to represent our sort of social connections and how we all can drain each other's buckets as well. So that's a really important point, but also input to other people's buckets too. And I must admit, just that as a concept uh, it just made me think, oh, yeah, this morning, did I drain? or input to my kids' buckets today. And I'm not sure, I think I was probably fairly neutral because I wasn't very um, with it this morning. So yeah, that makes me think, okay, what could I do differently this evening to ensure that my input is more positive than it is negative? I think that's a really valuable thing to think about too. Um, So yeah, I really like that. And I love the, uh, the idea that it's portable from environment to environment. I think we probably don't think enough about the impact environment has on us and the influence we can have over our environments as well so that's a really important thing to think about yeah and and just I, I have got this kind of thought around that we can be more in charge of how we fill our buckets than we drain our buckets yeah. That's kind of the message that's come to me as I've been as I was listening to you I was suddenly thinking you know, I'll think about discrete things that I'm contributing contributing to my bucket, but I'm not thinking them about them as a collective. So I think that's the real power of this. But then also, yeah, focus on the inputs because then that kind of means we don't need to think so much about what's leakage. I mean, yeah, okay, let's learn from the leakages as well. But as long as we're keeping our well-being bucket yeah. full <laughs> or you know, a good level, then yeah, we're we're going to be more resilient. I suppose using that word. Um, and able to cope with the challenges that come our way, the struggles that we talked about in the last session. So we're going to be using a lot of ideas from PERMA then about how we we can fill our buckets and, you know, and the things we're going to be asking you about are questions about how does this register with you? Is this a big filler for you? Is this not really a big filler for you? Because like we've been mentioning you know, the things that make up people's well-being is unique and there is a dynamic nature to it. So it's not just one thing on its own. It's likely when you're going for a walk with your dog, likely you're not, you're enjoying spending time with your dog. That's a relationship thing, but you're enjoying being out and getting some movement and and maybe a sense of kind of achievement and a bit of free time, a bit of re- relaxation or recovery or things. So it's that kind of dynamic quality that often activities won't just a bit like our emotions. They just don't come in once, but these things will have different kind of registers. There'll be, there'll be a, an accumulation of things for each factor about how that will help us. Yeah. Yeah. Brilliant. Okay. Thanks for listening. And Going on from here, we're, we've kind of given you the, the foundations of things we're going to talk about. And now we're going on to talk about more 
specific titles we're going to be talking about. Sleep, nutrition, movement, recovery, relationships, community, organisation, meaning, fun and prosper. And we haven't chosen any particular order for that, but we're, we, we decided that those were kind of linked in with PERMA things, but also were really important when you were making a transition into something new. So I wonder, how is your wellbeing bucket looking right now? What inputs are enhancing your wellbeing? Perhaps time spent with friends, walks in nature, either exercise, whatever your favourite sport is, good quality sleep, your favourite food, study, or doing interesting work that holds meaning for you. Just a few suggestions. Have a think about your wellbeing bucket and ask yourself what does help you to feel good and function effectively at times like this, new beginnings as you settle into your new life. Then take a moment to think about the drains. Sometimes they may be intentional. For example, studying late into the night to reach deadlines. Necessary, sometimes, and hopefully good from an accomplishment perspective, but also draining from a sleep perspective. What other drains have meant you have felt less than tip-top this week? As we're talking about new beginnings, one drain may be the effort involved in connecting and making new friends. And of course, long-term, hopefully there's a really big upside. You'll build new relationships that will last a lifetime. But the downside at times can mean that it feels a little bit exhausting. So think about how you can care for yourself at the same time. Perhaps an input would be to talk to a long-time friend from home. So hopefully you get the idea. We hope that this helps and we'll be returning to the Wellbeing Bucket in future podcast episodes. Meanwhile, if you'd like to access the transcripts and the show notes for some of these episodes, you can do so by clicking on the link in the show description on your show, on your podcast app. And while you're on our website, why not register for our newsletter so we can send additional resources and goodies to you as well. So we'll be back next week. Please follow, like and share the podcast to help us spread the word. Meanwhile, we wish you a really great week. Bye-bye for now. And now for the legal bits. The information contained in this podcast is for information purposes only. The content is not intended to act as a substitute for professional advice. Please do not delay in seeking professional support for any medical or mental health condition. Use of the information on this podcast and associated materials is at the user's own risk.